Thank you to all of the guests here and all of the media who have shown up today, and I thank all the Ohioans who will see this later on today. One of the things that I have really been focused on in my efforts to ensure that we as a nation take the patient off the battlefield, get the patient out of the middle of this discussion and out of the middle of this argument, the reason why I want to do this and what I have now decided to make sure I make a point of even here at this press conference Here in the state, you're going to be given a choice to vote on an issue. Through number three, ballot referendum, you call it referendum? Issue Issue three. You have the opportunity to allow in this state patients who have for so long needed to have another option in their quiver so that they can, an option for their doctors to use to battle their diseases, and also in the same initiative, you have what is considered adult usage. And I want to make sure I say that because I think everybody who is a reporter and everybody in the news media who's seeing this right now, you need to figure out how to change the terminology. I was interviewed this morning, and everybody wants to say to me, recreational use. We don't call alcohol use in this country recreational alcohol use. When you go to a party, you get an adult drink. We do so because we establish laws understanding that people 21 years and older have a right to make a decision for themselves. In all of this country right now, both sides of the battle for president, people talk about states' rights, individual rights, and infringement of our government on our rights. So I don't address the issue of adult usage because I want to give anybody the impression that that is what I'm here to support. It is not. But what I'm here to say is that you cannot throw out the opportunity for real patience because you disagree with the adult portion. Let's get back to why I'm so involved. We've had speakers here who are talking to you, and and unfortunately, and I say this, ladies, because you are the most wonderful messengers this movement could ever have. But unfortunately, we leave to those out there who want to be the sticklers for minutia the ability to make comments like, oh, that's just anecdotal. Oh, there is no research. Oh, there is no proof. We've listened in the two last presidential debates, the Republican and Democratic. Republican candidates saying, well, I don't know. I don't, if there was more research, I might support it, even in the Democratic side. Statements made that if there were more research, I might support it. That's why I'm here. Because... What we have to do is start telling some truth. Because the ignorance behind the lies is why I think there's even a question as to what to vote for come November 2nd. I think if Ohioans understood the truth, and what is the truth? Since 1971, the United States government, given permission through a 1961 UN treaty, gave, signed a contract with the University of Mississippi to grow and test cannabis, marijuana. 1981, almost 36 years ago, our president under Reagan, you read what his researcher said, the next president, Bush, first Bush, 81, decided to allow 20 patients to receive medical marijuana from the University of Mississippi. For the last 36 years, the University of Mississippi has distributed 
medical marijuana to then 20 patients, now down to four patients who receive a canister of anywhere from 300 to 500 marijuana cigarettes every month, like clockwork. But why would the government do this? Seems so crazy. Let me read you something. This is why the government would do it, because someone found out that cannabinoids have been found to have an antioxidant properties unrelated to MDMA, receptor antagonism, sorry, NMDA, receptor antagonism. This newfound property makes cannabinoids useful in the treatment of prophylaxis of a wide variety of oxidation-associated diseases, such as ischemic age-related inflammatory autoimmune diseases. Cannabinoids have been found to have particular application as neuroprotectants, for example, in limiting neurological damage following ischemic results such as stroke and trauma or treatment of neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, and HIV, dementia, neuropsychoactive uh, cannabinoids such as cannabinoid or cannabidiol are particularly... Adapted. I could read the whole thing. Why am I reading this? Because this is the abstract from the patent that the United States government issued itself after 30 years of researching marijuana. For anyone out there who says that there's no research, the United States government, October 7th, 2003, issued itself a patent. Stating that it did all of this research. So excuse me, I have to ask a question. Two weeks ago I was in Florida doing some activism on cannabis. I was in a room with one of the gentlemen who every single month the United States government has given him the marijuana he uses. His name is Irv Rosenfeld. Irv can take his marijuana onto an airplane. Watch this. Irv could walk in the back of this room right now, sit in that seat. He's not supposed to. If he opened up that door and blew his smoke into that closet, guaranteeing that we couldn't get on it, he'd sit there and smoke, and not a police officer in this country can arrest him. He can carry it on airplanes across state lines. He has the right to take it anywhere he wants because the United States government gave him. So I ask you the question, Ohioans. What right do we have to have a country that provides a drug, turns around and locks people up for the same drug, and then denies a child like Lucy from having the opportunity to just live? Excuse me. When Nicole didn't say to you, people say, Just wait. We'll get a better law. A couple days ago, I have family in my home. I have family members. My own daughter has epilepsy. I have family members who have special need children. And I was with a cousin who really just whacked me upside of my head when he described his interactions with some other family members or other families that have special needs children. You want Nicole to wait. People don't understand that her whole day 
Your day, you have to go out the door to go to work. Call, you work. Your work is taking care of your lovely daughter. Watch this. She gets up. She has to go down, make sure Lucy's upright. Make sure her passive, air passageways are okay. She has to do 20 things for 40 minutes before she brushes her teeth. Then she's got to go run over, make food. Let's go to this press conference at 9.30 in the morning. Are you kidding me? What time did you get up this morning, Mom? Four? <laughs> because she takes her that much time just to get out the front door. To go back home, she can't rest until she knows Lucy is settled before she takes one sit down to take a drink of water. You want her to wait? If there's a substance that would give her the opportunity for one second of relief, how dare we tell a patient to wait? This is the only medication in the world that people have the audacity to get in the middle of the conversation between a patient and their doctor. Not one person watching this will call an oncologist and say, before you give my wife that chemotherapy, I don't want to make sure that uh, you know, it doesn't, doesn't burn her skin. I want to make sure. When's the last time you heard a person call the psychiatrist or psychologist who issued someone some sort of prescription medication for their Psychological difficulties. Nobody gets in that conversation. How dare we think we have the right and are smart enough to get in the middle of a conversation with a guy who has been to school, college, got degrees, and figured out that that's the best medication. So I ask you, Ohioans, you have two choices. Two or three. We know why two was even created. Just to ensure that if three passed, it can be stopped, so you have to vote no on two. But don't vote no on two just because it's substance. I'm going to say something that, that really, honestly, no one up here has any say to what comes out of this mouth. Only I do. So don't blame them for what I'm about to say. You vote two, vote no against two, because I'm so sorry. That is the worst of America and the evil of America that even put this forward. Because whoever wrote that bill consciously, consciously thought to themselves, I will deny a child that needs medication, medication. That's the only reason. If you believe in the hype about the fact that it's because there's growing this, growing that, stop the stupid. There's enough opportunity in this state and other states have laws that are more restrictive. You have a system, even through your adult usage system, which is better than most of the other laws written around the country, and I'm involved. Ohioans are smart. They are compassionate. And I really believe that they believe in the Constitution of the United States. And that Constitution allows all of us to have life, liberty, in the pursuit of happiness. For me personally, cannabis is another tool in my arsenal to fight MS. Without it, I'm not fighting it as well as I am. Period. I'm not sleeping. I'm not functioning. It doesn't work for everyone. 
just the same way as every pharmaceutical drug made by man only has to work for 33% of the population for it to get approval. Cannabis won't work for everyone. Some people are going to lie and say that they want it, and if a doctor has that conversation and gives them a recommendation, won't be it to you to get in the middle of it. But at the end of the day, you need to stay out of the conversation between my doctor and me, Nicole's, Lucy's doctor and her. Thank you. Please spread that word. Are you dealing with best life burnout, constantly striving for more, and quite frankly, over it? Maybe you just want more joy, peace, and laughter in your life now. Well, then let's go. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, Hot Happy Mess, hosted by me, your girl, Zuri Hall. We are celebrating our magic in the middle of life's messes. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Listen to the Hot Happy Mess podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.